Design or Die podcast, meant to connect creatives together and help you navigate the struggles and the triumphs of what it means to be an entrepreneur so that you and your business can thrive. I'm your host, Colette. Let's get creative. Okay, welcome back. I'm here with Lindsay Jenneman today of Let Me Paint That. Welcome. Thanks. I'm glad we could finally get together. So Lindsay and I kind of met like through Instagram and I think we did like an art giveaway together and that's kind of where we got in talks. Not to mention she is from Louisiana, which all my family is from. So her art like immediately stuck out to me. So yeah, tell me a little bit about you and your business. Sure. So as Colette said, I'm Lindsay Gentleman of Let Me Paint That. And um, I started my business doing pet portraits, which a lot of artists do. Um, and I, I love painting animals. And then I loved for a long time painting people's like dogs and cats. Um, it was just a great like introductory way to see how I could make money from my art mm-hmm. online. The goal was really just like, hey, let's pay bills. And so I right. did, and it worked, but um, doing pet portraits and like closing orders all the time gets very, very, very tiresome. I felt like I was just like always running, always hustling. Yeah. Always like looking for clients, filling orders. It was just like hustle, 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 never a break. So I had to kind of like let that go a little bit. And I started doing like a little more fine art. And then when I posted that, um, I made like a big gator. And then I did not know, but um, someone from Outback Steakhouse, their creative brand lead was following me at the time. And that caught her attention. She was like, do you want to paint for Outback Steakhouse? And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh my God. Amazing. Do I want to paint for Outback Steakhouse? Yes. Duh. Where I am now. Oh my God. Doing a million. Wow. That's awesome. And for people like not from Louisiana, can you talk about like where your business name came from? Sure. Yeah. When I was, so I was an art teacher before I was a mom and artist. And this is probably maybe like, (laughs) could be juicy information. I don't know. (laughs) While I was teaching, I would paint at portraits. Like Mm -hmm. the kids would be working on something and be like, well, I'm just over here, you know, doing my own thing too. And so I was just like kind of side hustling at my job. And I just was very casually like I painted a picture of my dog for my family. That was the very first one I did because we lost our dog, our family dog. We were all like, and I put it up on Instagram and I just put like in the caption, I was just like, Yeah, you know, if you want to buy a, a picture from me, let me paint that for you and I'll let you pay me. Like it was like a yeah. kind of. And you know, if you're not from Louisiana, like this and dat and who dat and the word yeah. just turns into dat for fun. Reasons. Right. It's like the Cajun <laughs> dialect. Yes. Yeah. So my, my dad's actually Cajun. So my whole family is like from New Orleans. Like my parents are still there. My sister, everyone. So it's like my home away from home. Yeah. Like I was born there, but I never really lived there. So it's just like a great experience every time I get to go. Cause you know, it's just a different world. Like if you know, you know, if you don't, you got to go visit. <laughs> you you just, you get it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I will say it's, it's changed a little bit 
after COVID and all the hurricanes and stuff, but it's still a really great place to visit full of like culture, food and all that. Where are you from? So I was born in Metairie. My parents live in now, but I have family and literally like my dad's from like Lafayette. So like I have family all over. Your dad's a real Cajun then. Oh yeah. Yep. He can do, he doesn't like, so he doesn't have the accent permanently, but he can like put on the accent really well. (laughs) So, and like a lot of his cousins have the accent just like full time. And when I go there or I bring my husband there, he's like, oh my God, like people actually talk like this. And I'm like, yep. Some people, I feel like it's kind of, yeah, I have no, I mean, I don't think I do. I don't have any like No. Yeah. I feel like it's like the older generations have that more so. I wish. Yeah, and, like, Houdat is, like, you know, like, a Saints, like, reference. Yeah. Like they're, you know, Houdat gonna beat that Saints. <laughs> yeah. So, did you always want to be an artist? Yes. Was that, like, your goal when you were younger? Were you always, like, drawing, painting? Like, where did it start? I wouldn't say that it was my goal. Um, In school, like, it was the only subject I was good at. Mm-hmm. Anything else, I had a really hard time. Yeah. School stuff, like anything like I just couldn't pay attention for anything else except for art class like I was just like in the zone during art class it was like my absolute favorite thing Mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted to go to college for art because you know you hear in high school like oh yeah when you go to college you can just study what you want and I was just like well I can go to school and just do all art all the time that sounds amazing and then turns out it was like so hard oh yeah it's it's so like you think it's gonna be like free and fun but it's really structured and like time consuming and you have like strict deadlines to paint like giant paintings I don't know if it was like that for you but it was a lot of stress (laughs) I mean the deadlines were one thing but I really hated like so I was I studied art education and we had to do just a little bit of everything so you get to like you know the second like ceramics too and then you would kind of get the hang of it and then you'd have to go to something else yeah like foundations yes and it was just like mm, you just kind of had to dabble in everything so some some things you just like I hate ceramics yeah can't I just can't do that but yeah I've always wanted to do something in the arts mm-hmm. I kind of just um and I, I liked teaching too I think that was really fun I taught high school for seven years oh wow as an art teacher as an art teacher, oh, okay. high school art teacher. And it was so fun. And I just, we moved. So I had to quit right. and I got pregnant as like the same time we were moving. So it just all kind of fell into place of like, okay, well you love art and you want to stay home with your kids. So like, what's a way to do that? Yes. You're an artist now. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I actually, um, during COVID, I was thinking about going back to school um, to actually become an art teacher. I decided not to do it because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I really don't want to go to school again. Because I don't blame you. I, School's the worst. Yeah, like I majored in art and like if I had known maybe back then I could have done like art education, but primarily I had to do art to get to graphic design basically yes. because I transferred to schools and uh, that was kind of the only way to do that. Um huh. But yeah, our art program was kind of similar. Like I was just like, I guess I majored in just studio art overall. So yeah, we had to do every single kind of art. Like we did sculpture, ceramics, um, printmaking, all that, which is 
cool to learn it but yeah I suck at like 3d art yeah <laughs> like I- I feel like you're like one way or the other. I know. I totally agree. And I feel like anyone listening to this would be like, why are they complaining about getting zero different kinds of art? But like, it is kind of physically exhausting to be working with oh, your yeah. hands literally all the time versus like, right. I would be jealous of like, well, can I just sit down and maybe like read something or like stuff? Like, I'm just so tired. Right. And for me, it was a little bit intimidating because in those sculpture classes, I'd have like people who majored in that yeah. so they were like amazing and mine yes. looks like a third grader or were like yes so it was kind of like I it felt really out of place like in some of those yeah. like it's great to learn being a jack of all trades kind of yeah thing. yeah master of none <laughs> yes so your first clients were pet portraits was that primarily like friends and family and how did you get those first clients for the longest time, it was friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like pressure anyone, but I mean, that's where it started. Like yeah. I just kind of post and like have people approach me. And I, luckily, like those are the people who like jumped in and just supported me from the get go. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't give anyone like a discount or do anything for free because literally it was everyone I knew. Yeah. I just, I had my prices so low at the beginning because it was just people I knew and it was just extra money. Yeah. The prices just crept up. And then the people that I knew, you know, it started just to get more unfamiliar people. Like my husband would be like, who's that for? And they're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> friend of a friend. Like, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Friends of a friend. And then you meet people on the internet, like kind of how we got connected. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just kind of like, starts with your friends and your family and right. those are the first people I mean in my book and it just grew kind of yeah. like a big snowball so do you feel like I know for me it was like this but do you feel like doing stuff for friends and family you feel obligated to give them like a discount or like a lower price point <laughs> I would I feel like I sh- I feel like the nice answer is yes but I just never I never did. Well, that's like like, good though, because for me, I felt so like, I'm not even hardly like making anything off of these. And like, (laughs) I was doing it for more so like, oh, now I get to like post this work. But yeah, as I've learned now, I'm like, even like my siblings, I'll be like full price. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes like my mom, like it depends on what it is, but yeah, like, cause it's still, at the end of the day, like it costs us money to make it. It's not like we're just like, just have in your time like yeah. there's so many things I want to make right. for myself but I can't afford the time for myself to make myself something yes and I think like sometimes people people don't understand that sometimes when they ask for like discounts and stuff like especially in the beginning because it's like yeah like we're trying to make money like that's kind of the whole point like so we can yeah. be like our own boss you know right but yeah I had that experience in the beginning where I felt like I was like giving everyone a discount and I'm like okay now I gotta kind of reel it in and make profit you know yeah but it's it's hard it's hard to know like where to start and um what to price out boundaries yeah it's hard for sure yeah so what are some of like the struggles and triumphs that you've overcome like through your journey as an independent artist so I feel like something I've struggled with very recently was like I would kind of make stuff for people Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of all I was doing 
I felt like I was just very much like pleasing clients right and not really making anything for me like because I feel like there's just a very fine line between like if you do commissions literally all the time like you were just you have a job and it's for other people right versus you're the artist and you make what you want and people come to you that's a much yes and I feel like artists kind of are one way or the other and Mm -hmm. this is just from people I talk to but more artists that I talk to are the second way they'll create and people will come to them and reason since I started doing like commission 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 that was my comfort zone was just to like yeah for other people so I had to kind of find that balance of like hey I don't have to say yes to everything that comes my way yeah someone has yeah and I don't want to do it or I think it's going to look bad like I really need to speak up and tell them like this won't look good this is not a great idea like this is my feedback and then Sometimes that just means like letting an order go or letting a commission. Right. Hey, I'm not the person for you. Right. Or, yeah. Cause then you get in more of like a niche, right? Like if yeah. you're creating stuff that you want to create, people are still going to buy it who like love your work or it resonates with them. It doesn't always have to be just like one-offs of like random subject matter. Yes. I learned that too. Like I've done like a bunch of different things, but I'm not great at like animals. Like for example. I'm just not good at that. I'm better at like landscape, florals, things like that. And I would like take those on, but I'm like, wait, this isn't like my best work. So it's like, yes. yeah, like I instead maybe should have just like referred them to someone who specializes in that, you know? Yes, exactly. And I am terrible at landscapes. Like I yeah. don't like painting sunsets. I have to do them from time to time. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I do feel like also like that's like one of the other two with artists. Like, I don't know. I guess one's more like scientific to me, like when it's like proportions and stuff for like animals or people like, and I'm more like, I like to just kind of go with it. Yeah. I don't really plan. I just kind of <laughs> do my thing. But that's funny. <laughs> I don't like painting people at all. Yeah, I'll do it. But I, oh my God. Yeah, what's your, like, most common ones that you enjoy painting, but also, like, that you paint a lot of? So, I guess speaking of, like, niching down is finding that, like, the fact, and just to kind of tie back, out back Steakhouse into this, um, they, like, the whole project that is between Outback Steakhouse and I is painting animals with, like, accessories. Oh, cool. The number one thing I love painting. Like, mm -hmm. the final, like, the thing that kind of gelled us together was the Charlotte mission where I, it was my, like, it was kind of their idea. They were like, can you put a koala in it? And I was like, whoa, you want a koala? What if the whole thing was a koala though? Oh, uh, that's cool. I'm on it. And they were like, oh my God, that looks so good. Let's do all the rest. Like this. That's so fun. We got it because this is my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Eating animals with stuff on them that's like best case scenario too for like a bigger client best case. Uh, you're like because I feel yes. like sometimes bigger clients are like more stressed but this is like up your alley you know it it was like it is like the perfect like puzzle piece combination I don't know how it even happened like mm -hmm. who asked me a year ago or something like what do you see yourself doing it wouldn't in a million years be like well I'll be painting my absolute favorite thing and it's going all over the units yeah that's amazing. That's insane. So definitely like niche down and paint what you want because 
this is what can happen. Yeah, the right people will find you anyway, you know? Yes. It's scary though. Yeah, it is. It is. It's hard to like have that confidence kind of, right? You're like, I want to paint stuff that people are going to buy, but it's also like, I need to stay me and stay like enjoying my work, you know? Mm -hmm. So how did they reach out to you to first do this? Like they found you on Instagram or? Um, So let's see. So their headquarters is in Tampa, Florida. And right before COVID, there was this like art market. And again, I was just painting pet portraits, like literally to pay bills. I was like slinging pet portraits. Mm Mm-hmm. There was this market and I was like, well, I should get myself out there more because I hadn't done many markets, but I couldn't even afford the entry fee. Yeah. I was like, this is just too much. I might not. They're high sometimes. They were high. So like I said to the market, I was like, if I live paint there, can you wave to me? And they were like, sure. Yeah. Like your entertainment at that point, like come on down where you yeah. start painting. So I was just kind of like doing some samples, painting a dog and, um, the creative brand lead for Outback was at that market that day and followed me on Instagram. And this was like a year before we even got connected, but she had been following me. And when I kind of like let the pet partner stuff go a little bit and started painting my own thing, that's kind of how she saw my stuff. And it was just in the DMs. Wow. That's cool. That's almost like a life lesson too of like, just going for it and like just putting yourself out there and seeing what happens yes because let me tell you when I painted like my first thing that wasn't a pet portrait it was so scary and it sounds so dumb to be like this is scary but painting this big alligator that I painted I cried over it I was like what if I spent all this time on this and nobody buys it nobody cares like I should just paint dogs you know what I mean (laughs) yes so scary they had to tell people no like Mm -hmm. I don't want to paint your dog no I don't want to do this I have to do my own stuff to let that other opportunity in and it was like probably the biggest life lesson I ever will learn yeah just I always think about things like that like every little decision you make can like completely change the trajectory of like your business or your life you know it's so true yeah yeah so that's why I do encourage people to like always put themselves out there in some way because like when I first started my business, I always thought about, I'm like, well, you have to like put in the work. You have to like put yourself out there. I even did going into businesses when I first moved to New York and just being like, I'm a graphic designer. What do you need? You know? And it was like scary and embarrassing, but it's like, how else are people going to know you? you yeah. Know? Like, especially as a small business, we don't have the funds to like do like email blasts and marketing and stuff at first. So it's like, you have to figure out like, how do I get my name in people's minds, whether that be social media or expos or markets? <laughs> yeah, I think you're totally right. I think it's a great way to start. I feel like people get caught up in like the right way, but what you, like what you're saying, there isn't necessarily a right way. Like you just thought at the time, like I'm going to go embarrass myself and that worked for you in some sort of way. That's amazing. Yeah. Because, oh my gosh, I hate doing stuff like that. <laughs> yeah I wouldn't do that again but like I feel like where I was I needed to because like I was on Long Island Mm -hmm. where it was just very outdated so it's like Mm, it's mostly like word of mouth so it's like you have to just like know people um kind of thing which I knew a a little bit but like graphic design I needed like different people to bring in yeah so what's some like personal gains and professional achievements 
besides Outback that you just felt like through this journey? Because I know we talked about the struggles, but what's some like things that you're like, yes, this is where I want to be. Um, I feel like personally, like I've definitely grown as just like a business owner. Saw myself for a long time as a mom that paints stuff, which is fine, but I I didn't have like a business owner mindset and I didn't like take my own business seriously. But through through like negotiating things with Outback, like I've become like a lot more confident. And I have learned to hire people basically like not do all by myself, but if I need to invest in any kind of like coaching or a lawyer for negotiating deals and things like that, like, I I guess the, what I'm trying to say is I've learned to confidently invest in myself through like hiring people. Because that is another thing that is scary. You're like, what if I, it's all this what ifs, right? Yeah. What if I spend money on this and this doesn't happen? Or what if I hire an assistant and I can't pay her or, you know, this, that, and the other. But I think personally, like I've grown as a business owner. Yeah. It's, it's a learning process. Cause when you, you think about going into business for yourself, you're not necessarily thinking of all the other parts. You're just like, oh, I'm going to paint and like be an artist. Like, mm-hmm. but it's like, you have to do accounting and tax laws and you know all this stuff that we don't really know so it's like it does take time to like figure out (laughs) how to do it and how to do it successfully where you're not like kicking yourself like oh you know should charge more or yeah I'm more of a kick myself girl yeah (laughs) dive in and make mistakes love that yeah (laughs) that's awesome yeah it's hard too to like ask for more sometimes when now it's like, Oh, you're getting bigger clients. Like you have to learn how to advocate for yourself. You know, Easier. they asked you to be, you know, part of it. So yeah, that's great. Totally. where do you see yourself like long-term? Like, is this like kind of the thing you want to do? Do you want to do more like larger brands? Do you want to spend more time with your family? Like, where do you see this going? Well, I know I always I feel like I don't have a huge plan after this. I definitely still love commissions. Mm-hmm. Like now I kind of separated from myself. I like jumped right back into doing commissions, but I think the structure and like the assignments, I guess, and just a, a good partnership is like where I thrive. So I would love to do more businesses and take on like you know, kind of bring the artsy pizzazz to companies. Like, I think that's really fun. And I think it's like a good way to like, you stand out when you work with people, like a, like a company, like you bring your creative small business essence, I guess, to like a big company like that. And I think that that kind of partnership like really works for me. And I would love to do more restaurants, more companies, as long as I have the time, which this is like my passion. I, yeah. I don't see myself like doing this. And um, my kids are pretty little still, like they go, they go half time. So I'm like really looking forward to when they are going to school and like I yes. have all my time to be an artist. That would be exciting too. But at the same time, I don't want to rush it. Yeah. You don't want to rush those moments. Yeah. I'm like chilling at home with my kids sometimes, sometimes they're at school. Yeah, I think I'm just kind of 
I'm really happy with what I'm doing and I'm really happy for what's going to come around the corner. And I don't think I could get because I couldn't guess this. Right. You don't know. You're I'm just, just going with go. the flow, I guess. Yeah. You seem like a very go with the flow person. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a great way to be with this. Whatever happens, bring it on. That sounds Yeah. Do you think, so there's like a lot of, I know, like street artists and just all different kinds of artists um, in Louisiana that do specifically like Louisiana culture inspired art. Is that something that you do or would like to do? Or do you think it's like too competitive or? Um, that is a, like, if I'm painting whatever, that's where I'm always going to go. Like I mm-hmm. go to, I really like painting shellfish, um, that kind of thing. Like I love painting oysters, love painting shrimp. That's what I know. So, you know, yeah, right. Subject matter I'm very familiar with. And since my audience is very much from that part of the world, it's yeah, it's my comfort place. Like I will yeah. would always and that's the stuff I'd want to see in my own house too. Like if I painted that's true and, and no one sold it, I would hang it up. Or no one right. well, I like this. So yeah, that's the kind of art I like, and I don't. I don't think it's too com- too competitive. I mean, there's plenty of people that like. Yeah, that matter. And you have all your own styles, and yeah, what you're, what you're actually painting. Yeah, I just know because like when I was doing painting, like right out out of college, like all my family was like, "Can you paint me this and this from like Louisiana, like <laughs> all that?" But it's like, ugh, I didn't want to, cause it's like yeah. not as close to home for me. Like it is, but it's, that like, makes total sense. it's funny. Like just the culture there, everyone wants that stuff. Like they're just so proud of like their culture mm-hmm. and like everything about it. Like my parents wanted me to paint like a mural, like in their bathroom of like, you know, crabs and fish and all this stuff. <laughs> I didn't end up doing it cause they moved, but you know, it's interesting that they're just like, so about that which I don't see everywhere. Like, it's just so unique to that place, you know? Louisiana is quite a place. Like, we have lived in Tampa, Florida, and then we now live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Both places are great. Like, especially Charlotte weather is like... Yeah. It's my second fall here, and I'm like, leaves change colors? Oh, my gosh. God. Yeah, you've been real south, like... Yeah, I love Louisiana so much. Like, I just... I want to raise my girls there. Oh, really? I want to eventually move back there. Like, I want to paint Louisiana stuff always. It's just a part of me. And I think yeah. people from there, like, definitely have that common thread of, like, yeah, it's really hot here and it can be miserable sometimes, but we have the best food and we have the most fun. <laughs> right. That's, like, yeah, that's exactly, I mean, my parents moved back there. We were in New York for, like, 13 years and then in Georgia for 10 and while I was in college they're like we're moving back like they wanted they wanted to go to Georgia because it was like closer to home but just wasn't it wasn't close enough so Mm -hmm. yeah they all live there now and they're you know back in their home space and super happy about it so I could see that you said they're in okay yep and that place is so different from like what I've seen of Louisiana when I was growing up because it's just like so built up you know yeah Definitely not like that everywhere, but it's a really cool spot. Yeah. That's where I went to high school. I mean, high school. No way. Yeah. Small world, man. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so where can people follow you and see your work or get a commission from you? 
also, you can go to my website, lemmepaintthat.com, L-E-M-M-E-P-A-I-N-T-D-A-T. And uh, right now, for the holidays, I am promoting um, a calendar of cats. Speaking of animals wearing different things, it's cats with crowns and like some with hats, some with um, one has a sorting hat for October. Love it. Pretty good deal. Oh, I just got a sorting hat tattoo last night. <laughs> oh, no way. I did. I would show you, but it's like a gooey mess, but. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, I'll definitely link those things in the show notes. But thank you so much thank for you. talking with me. I'm glad we got to like talk a little bit more because we've only really talked on like Instagram and stuff. So I appreciate you coming on today. Of course. It was so nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. And I also I I really feel like our eyes are very similar. It's, like looking at it's, it's like a reflection. <laughs> it's really weird. And now I know what I would look like like really cool nose piercing. So Oh yeah. Just model. <laughs> I think you could do it. I yeah. think so too. I, I see my face. So <laughs> too funny. I like, I don't even know. It was like one video you posted. Like I saw that resemblance and I'm like, weird. Like, and then I asked like my husband and he was like, oh my God. And my sister was like, yeah, like very similar <laughs> features. Like really strange. Art girls. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor.fm is such a great way to start. It has all the tools you need to get you set up, has music you can add, you can record directly on there and create your episodes. So check out Anchor if you're ready to get started on your podcast journey.